from the streets of Gotham to the furthest Federation outpost. The brave and bold ambassadors of the Nerd Nation bring you the best in reviews, interviews, and more. Prepare for fun, in-depth looks at comic books, movies, and much more. Grab your passports, crank up the sound, get ready because Nerd Nation Radio is on the air. Another episode of Nerd Nation Radio's podcast. I'm Kurt here with Jack. What's up? And Gene. Hi. And this sounds like the beginning to every episode of We've Got Issues right now. That's how I did it. Uh, anyway, we got a nice little show. We're going to do a tiny little bit of news. We're going to do some WWE Fastlane picks. We're going to go over that box office report. Jack may uh, try not to spoil Captain Marvel for everyone. <laughs> Uh, what else did we have before we get to the interview? Anything? Um, do we have anything special? Yeah, oh, we do. What was that? We have a very special tune in eat out. Oh, that's right, we two do have tune in eat out. We have two two big ones, including the brand new uh, orange Coca-Cola, which is currently chilling in the refrigerator right now as we speak. We will go grab those soon. And then after that, uh, we will dive deep into Dolce and other stuff with Eric Cockrell. As, as Gene has an interview with him. Uh, stick around for all of that. But first, news. Hello, you beautiful freaks. This is James Masters, Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, giving you my fake British accent. It is time now for Nerd Nation News, where all the news that's fit to talk about is given to you for free. So listen up. Fan favorite TV show, Arrow, um, after season eight, a shortened season eight, consisting of only 10 episodes, will be ending. The show will be wrapped up. Um, coincidentally, that's right after the uh, the Crisis crossover, Crisis on Infinite Earth, so we'll have to see what happens. We know that Ollie did make a deal with the Monitor that we didn't know about uh, at the end of last year's crossover, so I'm sure that will play in heavily to what's going down. Um, it's It's got eight seasons. I mean, that's not, it's a superhero show that's ran eight seasons. It's more than enough. Yeah. Stephen Amell's got a wrestling career to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, um, they have other shows they want to do in the CWDC universe, so I'm cool with that. Yeah. I mean, look, I like Arrow to a certain extent. There's been some good seasons. There's been some not-so-great. I've given up on watching the show for the time being. I'm watching it here and there. Here's a suggestion, though. In my opinion how you, you kind of move things forward and still keep the, the legacy of Arrow there. Mm. Um, since um, Carlos Valdez and maybe the, the woman that plays Caitlin uh, Frost are maybe both leaving Flash after next season, we'll, we'll need some new tech guys. Perhaps Mr. Terrific and, uh, and Felicity Smoke? I could, look, I like Felicity. She's, she's a very gorgeous woman. All that stuff. I, she's annoying. Well, yeah, but we need tech uh, Mr. Guys. Terrific, on the other hand, it's a good uh, choice, right? who, who's a fantastically named Curtis, um, <laughs> he should very much be on uh, Flash. Yeah. I would love to have him. But he's a little too, um, you know, he's a little too, uh, what's his name? I, I'm blanking all of a sudden right now. Like, he's a little too much like Vibe. Uh, really? Yeah, what's his name? 
<laughs> why, why am I blank? I can see Cisco. his face. Cisco! That's it. He's a little too Cisco. Really? I thought, yeah. I thought he was very nerdy. I think he's more Felicity than Cisco. Nah, he's a lot more Cisco, if you ask me. Okay. Well, I mean, he's got that him. goofy quirkiness. I mean, to keep it in the family, you know, he would be a good addition to, right. to Flash. Well, we'll see. Whoosh. Whoosh. I've got a little tiny bit of movie news. Uh, there's more details about Mortal Kombat, the movie, coming up soon. Uh, James Wan is producing. James Wan did a decent job with uh, some of those horror movies and, and Aquaman as well. Um, it's not being directed by James Wan, but it's being produced. Anyway, uh, the central character of this movie is going to be a new, a brand new character called Cole Turner. What? That's weird. Why that's... they have to introduce somebody new. Why not Johnny Cage? Well, that's the thing. Johnny Cage is probably in it. Uh, Cole Turner will be recruited by Jax to join human fighters to defend Earth. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The other characters rumored to pop, probably be in it. Sonya Blade, Kano, Liu Kang, Kung Lao, uh, Raiden, Johnny Cage. Um, da, 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 da. Liu Kang in it. Liu Kang was always my favorite uh, from Mortal Kombat 2. Goro. Goro's okay. Yeah, Shang Tsung, Melina, Sub-Zero will also appear. Scorpion is not listed, but probably will appear. I would hope so. Um... It's being directed by Simon McQuaid, who's an Australian director who's directed mostly commercials. So, All right, then. But it's being written, the screenwriter is Greg Russo. Okay. So there you go. I mean, who knows? We'll see. The best video game movie ever is still Street Fighter. Really? I think Mortal Kombat 1. Street Fighter's far superior. Uh, yeah, it, was, it was kind of the Scott Pilgrim of video game movies. You know, it's, it's very Fighter? very close to the the, the 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 game, but I don't think it translates well. Street Fighter has one thing going. Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat? Street Fighter. Street Fighter was nothing close to the video game. I take it back. Street There's a stage where they try to blow up a boat with mines. That doesn't happen in Street Fighter Street, anywhere. Street Fighter has... Yeah, in Street Fighter you beat up a car with your hands. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Street Fighter has three things going for it. Not just one. Three. Ready? I'm going to list them off for you. Jean... Claude Van Damme. That's what it's got. That's what it... Well, he's fantastic. Who cares? Loads of coke. Put him in a red lobster outfit. Sometimes that's what it takes. Dude, that'd be great watching him do those splits in a red lobster costume. Well, did you ever see his original Predator costume? Yes, it's horrible. Oh, my God. (laughs) It looks like he's a crawfish. Oh, my God. And he purposely, supposedly, was like trying to destroy the costume by doing splits and stuff all the time. (laughs) And, And when he quit Predator, he is rumored to have yelled at the director and people when he was leaving, Kiss my balls! Nice. That is the rumor. Um, Kiss my balls. Can you imagine, think back to a world, an alternate reality, if you would, where the lobster made it into the final cut. We oh. wouldn't have that, that property. It's like a, it was like a praying mantis crawfish. It would have been a joke of a movie, and no one would have watched it. Yeah. And that whole franchise would have been destroyed. <laughs> well, well, think I, about it. After I mean, the first one, okay. Currently was. right now. No, two's okay. Mm. It's got cool scenes in it. Yeah. I There's mean, Predator doesn't stand up anywhere close to Aliens. Yeah, does. but I mean, by that movie... Danny Glover was clearly too old for that shit. <laughs> well, that's what he says. Yeah. He was, he was a month from retiring. That's where you whoosh. That was whoosh. perfect. Pathfinder's coming out with their second edition stuff, and it's going to set you back a couple bucks. Yeah, oh boy. that's why I'm not buying it. Uh, they've recently announced that the, the pricing list for everything that is coming out on August 1st, so if you're interested in getting all this stuff that's coming out, you have a little bit of time to save up your money because you're going to need it. <laughs> 
Uh, the, recent, the releases will include the core rulebook, Bestiary, which is going to be like your monster manual for those who don't do Pathfinder. Lost Omens World Guide. I guess that would be like a, a world book to show yeah, you the continent like and the, all the cities and all that stuff. Huh. Um, then you're going to get the standalone adventure, The Fall of Plaguestone, the first Pathfinder Adventure Path, Volume Age of Ashes. Jesus. Hell Knight Hill, plus game accessories, the flip mat. I don't know why you would need a flip mat because most people probably already have one. Well, you get a new one. If you need one, I mean, I guess it, it could... Oh, the fall, the Pathfinder flip mat, the fall of Plaguestone, so it might be themed right. towards whatever that is. I guess that makes then you're going to get the character sheet pack. I don't know anyone that actually buys those. You get one online and you print that out. That's it. A I'd GM be screen. I'd, I'd be like, in the middle of a game at the store that I worked at, we'd be like, oh, we got a new player. Anybody got copies of the, the character sheets? Oh, let me just go tear one of these open. Here you go. That's right, that's right. <laughs> Here you go. Combat pad and condition card decks. So the prices that are going to set you back, it's going to be sixty dollars for the core book, Jesus, or eighty dollars for the deluxe. It's probably just a fancier cover. D and D does that. They just came out with. But a what really else do you get? You get a book. That's it. Wow, for eighty bucks. That's crazy. The the bestiary hardcover is going to set you back fifty or seventy for the deluxe. Oh Jeez, please, what is what do you get with the deluxe? Do you get a freaking like? I can tell you right now, basically, a laptop with it already loaded onto the, it. Uh, deluxe. Ba- oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Basically, what you get when you get the deluxe editions from the D and D books, it's a different alternate cover, and usually what what they do is they give you like a um fancy ink. On the cover? Oh, so you get... Uh, so it stands out as opposed to, like, right. other ones. So it's a variant cover? Yeah, you yeah. get yeah, you get a Todd McFarlane inked uh, variant cover of a bugbear with, well. with Gary Gygax's uh, ashes in the ink. Well, what you actually get are dice that you have to use a crayon on, rub them. <laughs> I'm actually trying to I've had dice that were so old that the, the stuff chipped away. It was hard to tell the numbers, so I actually did have to take, like a, like, a crayon or something and try to rub it in there to get the... Oh, my God. Yeah, I do actually. Well, I don't know where they are now. But oh, no, no one on the radio can see. Yeah, that. they probably get sucked up by the vacuum. <laughs> I, will, I always have dice sitting next to me, which is a weird thing. And then moving on, you never know when you're gonna need it. From that, Whoosh. is the Lost Omens World Guide's gonna cost you thirty-seven dollars. The uh, the Adventure Path Hell Knight Hill, which is part one of six, is gonna Jesus. cost you twenty-five. That's so are we looking at twenty five like, times six, Curtis? For that's a module? Yeah. Are we looking at like six hundred dollars to actually get no, in on this? You're looking at three hundred dollars to pick up everything total, which is also going to include the Fall of Plaguestone soft cover, the flip mat, the character sheet pack, the screen, unless the you GM just, screen, the combat pad, and the condition card deck. Unless you want to just download torrents of all most of that stuff. I mean, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Pathfinder one has been out since three point five for D and D. That's not bad. So I mean, it's it's about time they updated their right. stuff. Yeah, I, I was I, Pathfinder was in, it's an all right world setting. I know it's gotten bigger. <laughs> it's gotten huge, confusing. Oh really? And convoluted. Yeah. Oh my god. There's so but much did, stuff to go through. Did Eberron ever come back? No. No. Not officially. <laughs> I loved Eberron. It's a good setting. I remember you being very fond big, of that. Big fan of Eberron. Mm-hmm. But all right. So that's it for. Oh, I got the, one more piece of news. Yeah. Whoosh. I know. Whoosh. Whoosh. I was saying I was done oh, for me. Oh, sorry. Okay, all right. So um, DC is doing way more for Batman's 80th day than they did for Superman's. That's because he's a better character. Including releasing at South by Southwest 1.5 million bats into the sky. 
I don't think that's a hard thing to do in Austin, Texas. I think that's a <laughs> common <know>. sight. <laughs> there, people there are probably like, "You brought more bats, you sons!" Of- Everyone in Austin's like, "I shall become a bat." <laughs> no, they're like, "They're like, God damn it, we already got a bat problem here." <laughs> Maybe that's where they got them from. Uh, they <laughs> they were they, also they in kill major cities worldwide. Will have a bat signal flying in the air on Batman Day, which is uh, the actual day. Um, Good question. I don't, I don't see it. Does it list off the major cities? No. Oh crap! That would oh, be oh, so sweet. March fifteenth. Uh, Apparently, we're gonna... Batman's two days older than I. I was going to say, if it was the first week of March, we would be close to Chicago, which is right, supposed to be Gotham City. Well, we're pretty close to Miami. We're I right mean, not like light. we would go into Gotham, right? And there's, of course, the deluxe edition of uh, Detective: Eighty Years of Batman. Right. Uh, that's coming out, and let's see what else. Batman will partner with the Boys and Girls Club of America. To celebrate kids, teens, and youth development professionals standing for positive change in the communities. And Edward James almost. <laughs> he's in that commercial. Um, let's see. A bat single, blah, blah, blah. There will be a series of 5 and 10K runs and special selections. Yes. Um, in August, families can celebrate Batman and multiple Six Flags. Uh, Six Flags it, it has always had DC stuff there. Uh, usually they have a gift shop that looks like the Hall of Justice. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. There's going to be something on Crunchyroll. Rooster Teeth, VRV, and Full Screen are all doing programming social campaigns amplifying the celebration. Wow, that's kind of neat. Like I said, a lot more than Superman. Um, they're also doing stuff with Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, GameStop, and more with new Batman products. Lego and Funko will also be coming out with products throughout the year. I, I got a side piece of news, if you want. That, there, that actually ties directly into that. The Robin's birthday? It's a side piece of news. Um, let me see real quick. Robin Give me two Day. seconds. Here we go. Uh, in the middle of middle America nowhere, uh, an aging comic book store owner, elderly comic book store owner, uh, who does not have access to the internet, is currently trying to book Adam West to show up at his uh, comic store for Batman Day. Um, really? But he doesn't have the internet, so he doesn't know. I like that Onion I'm article. I'm kidding. Oh, you made that up? Yeah, I made it's it It's a up. really good story. Thank you. That's an excellent. I was gonna say somewhere like another country that doesn't have access to the internet, but like I thought that'd be a you little too. Yeah, yeah, that'd be. Yeah, not I nice. didn't want to like. St- I, I knew, I knew it's like that. That's that's a hair's breadth, breadth away from from <laughs> being terrible. Yeah, it was from going too far. First of all, you can't do your diamond order without the internet, Curtis. Really? So yeah. you can't you can't possibly not have the internet in this day and be a star owner. Okay. Sorry. Whoosh. Whoosh. <laughs> You got anything else, Kurt? Uh, no, I don't. I got one more piece. All right, okay. do it. Uh, everybody in here knows what Magic the Gathering is. No. I am acquainted with it. Uh, there's a set. The first set that came out was Alpha, mm-hmm. and that was way back in, like, 92, right. 3. It's the hardest one to find, and back in July of last year, they had a Black Lotus, which is the holy grail of the Magic cards. It, mm-hmm. it was graded at 9.5, and it sold for $87,672. Nice. Wow. What idiot paid that? Well, that's been squashed. Oh, okay. By what? By the most recent one, which was also a 9.5, and that sold for $166,100. Also, another Black Lotus. Yes. Okay. It more than doubled the last one that sold. Um, I've seen people spend stupid money on Magic cards. I believe this totally. Well, yeah, my pogs eventually are going to come back into value. (laughs) Dude, I can't wait. I've got so many slammers. Yeah. Well, that's what when you buy one of those uh, Black Lotus, because they put them in like a big plastic slammer. Oh, true. <laughs> That's Whoosh. it for the news. 
Box office time. It's Yay. Jack's award-winning box office report. I, do we have an intro for this? This episode of Jack's Box Average Report brought to you by Jingle. Jingle, stretch your mind. All right, so to review the scores right now that we have for the box office scores. Yes, sir. Coming in first place is Curtis with 13, 13 correct, 6 losses. That's right. I'm currently second at 12 and 7. Right. And Gene rounds it out in third place with his abysmal 0-4 pick last week at 10-9. and 9. I was in first place, and now I'm in last place. Yeah, Son story of, a... of your life. Son of a... <laughs> so, <laughs> I was winning, now I'm winning. <laughs> Kurt, can you uh, inform us of what the picks were? It's a whole lot of scribbles, but I'm going to try really hard. <laughs> uh, how to Train Your Dragon for this week was supposed to be... The bar was set at about 30 mil. Okay. Uh, Gene took over. Okay. Jack and Kurt took under. How did that do? Is that number one? It was number one this week. Right. It pulled in $30 million. Oh, dang! 28000 Dang. Oh, that means I got it. Buddy. That means Gene picked correctly. And I believe, if you listened to last week's show, didn't I say it was going to be really close to that number? I think probably did. You probably did. But the picks nice. that we use on this website are always stupid close to it. Yeah. Coming in at number two was Tyler Perry's and a day of family funeral. Oh, we picked that. $22 million was the bar. I'm pretty sure we all picked under. We took under. All three of us are wrong. Oh, wow. As that Dang. movie pulled in $27 mil. What happened these great, with these great movie weeks happening? Holy crap. Coming in at number three was Alita Battle Angel, which pulled in 7.2. Ooh, we took uh, seven or Z. I can't tell which. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was probably seven. <laughs> you, be, Jack seven. took over. Kurt, Kurt and Gene took under. Well... It did 7.2 mil, so oh, Jack gets a point right there. So, so Kurt, did, Kurt did not so good this week. Yeah. Uh, is there any other picks or no? Oh, no, wait. I'm sorry. Alita, I'm reading. I always read this wrong. I don't know why. I always think Gene starts with a J. Nope. Sometimes. Oh, okay. So Gene got two right. Oh. Gene picked over on Alita. Did he? Oh, so Jack didn't pick? So you I picked over? under. Yeah, Kurt and Jack oh, so under. I'm two. I'm the one doing good this week. Well, you're three for three. Yeah. Because you got the Medea one right, too. No, he didn't. He said under. We all said under. Yeah. Oh, so he's two, two and one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And and Jack's Jack's Kurt and three. Kurt and Jack are zero and three. Yeah. yeah. The important thing is that, that Nancy's that save that pretty much makes up for the last total loss last week. Moving along to number we four, we have the Lego Movie two, the second part with six point six. Okay. Fighting with my family, rounding out the top five, which pulled in four point six. Wow, that's good to see that got a little bump. Yeah, it's it made fourteen point nine mil so far, man. That's good. And the budget it, couldn't have been that much. It was like seven. Oh, good. It's made money. We're in the profit region. Green Book is pulling is came in sixth place with four point five. That, well, that got, got the, the Oscar, Oscar bump. bump. Yeah. yeah. Well, that it it's up one hundred fifteen percent over last week. And well, they, they probably released another thirteen hundred. Yeah, theaters. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, coming in seventh place was Isn't It Romantic, pulling in also four point five. Nah, who cares? Number eight was Greta with four point four. <laughs> I don't remember what that is. It's a Greta Van Susteren movie. I don't know who that is. <laughs> it would be funnier if you knew who that was. But number yeah, nine it's, is it's... What Men Want, pulling in two point seven. Ah, with Mel Gibson. Yep. And <laughs> rounding out, and then 
That's what women want, sorry. <laughs> and then number 10 was Happy Death Day to You with 2.4 to bring its total up to 25 off of a $9 million. Budget. That movie's eating That's not bad. Across. Yeah, I, I think it'll do better like on a streaming rights. Well, if they make almost 30 already on a $9 million budget, that means we're going to see Happy Death Day. If they should maybe stop. I haven't seen two yet. Menage but... Death Day. Ooh. Wow. Uh, ooh, I don't know how we do that. I don't know how you do a part well, three. They, they do a, um, they, every day. They get choked while they're having sex. Oh yeah, and then it switches back again. Yeah, that's auto erotic asphyxiation. Thank you. It's totally different than Menage a Trois. Well, you do three people are doing it, and there's one of them that gets. Yeah. How about Happy Death Day uh, Three Worldwide? It's just like everyone's dying. Happy Death Day Three D, of course. Oh yeah, dude! How did we not think of that? Three D because we're not lame as Hollywood is. <laughs> Except Gene. Wait until they announce it. But Spider Man into the Spider Verse made another appearance. Probably got a re-release. It pulled in another two point one million. Well, that's a bump up because isn't it? it. Yep, it got the bump up from um Oscars. The Oscar. Yep. Nice. Good. I'm, I'm glad that movie's making more money. More makes the more. That's we'll coming say. out on DVD like real soon. I think it's isn't it already out? Uh, maybe I don't no. know. But there might, you go. might be released uh, digital. Nice, good week. So just to rehash all the scores currently yeah. right now, me and Gene are currently tied. Oh, Gene and I. Me and Gene both have thirteen. <laughs> oh no, wait. I'm sorry. Me both. Me and Gene are twelve and nine. Okay. Yeah. Don't try to like. Don't try to take it. Twelve and ten. 12 and 10, all up in your 25 or 6 to 4. Um, Kurt, or And Jack. Gene, and I'm sorry, hold on real quick, but but Kurt has managed to go 13 and 9. Yeah, so I'm still holding on to that. Nice. By one. It's like my weight. It just stays the same. Even uh, on a bad week. One thing we should probably mention before getting into next week's movies, there's a movie that opened last night that did some amazing numbers. Well, we get into that all the time. But do we... Because oh, Thursday's already gone. over. Tuesday's gone, baby, not Thursday. <laughs> well, I'm saying that, like... We'll get into okay. that, because we're about to do the predictions for who's going to score what, bro. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yo, 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 homie. So, moving on to the prediction part, which is where we all don't know anything about anything, apparently. <laughs> right. Because Random. we're all right next to each other on points. Captain Marvel came out t- last night, today. Today, last night. Well, I mean, it came out last night. It was released basically Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're predicting $151 million. Whoa, Nelly. I'm going to say over. Gene goes with the over. That's including the Thursday numbers, which were $24 million. Uh, ish. Ish. They're not 100%. 20%. Between 20 and 24 For a Thursday with, like, three showings. Uh, I'm going to take... I gotta take over. I can't take I'm under. Doing, I'm doing it, too. Yeah. You can't take under on that. That I'm movie sorry. was good. It was alright. Yeah, two out of three of us have seen it. Um, by next week, we'll all have seen it. Then, they're anticipating How to Train Your Dragon Hidden World to pull in 15.7. I think I think the, the Captain Marvel might scoop a little bit of that ice cream off of How to Train Your Dragon, so I'm gonna say under. I gotta say under, too. Mm. I'm not, a. Uh, I just can't take over on that. I'm gonna go one. over. I think it's. I, I think Captain Marvel is gonna give a bump to everything. Okay. Yeah. People go out more. Yeah. Maybe the younger kids don't want to go see that. Maybe so Grandma takes them to see How to Train Your Dragon. Well, good for the economy. Yeah. What and then saying? Tyler Perry's a Medea family funeral. They're anticipating that at 12.7. It's a 53 percent drop from the previous week. 
Yeah. Um, I'm going under on this one. I think most of the people who have already seen it are going to see it. I, I'm going to say over because that is, is – people just like that. And there's there's no way. I'm going under. I'm going over. I, I just really there's hate no those way. movies with all of my heart. But. Yeah, it's funny the first time. Is it, though? In a way. I mean, anytime you get a man doing, I mean, it was like, funny the first time with Tootsie. Too. Yeah, but he's not Tootsie. Like Tootsie didn't have attitude. Medea's oh got an attitude. God. She's angry. She's she's five she's calmed teenagers. down by this one. She's five teenagers with attitude. Right. <laughs> no, she's chilled out by this one, supposedly. I've seen the trailer. Uh, honestly, I hate the Medea stuff so much. Now here's the thing. Tyler Perry is very talented as a writer. Um, then what I hate about the Medea stuff is Medea. Everything else, like, there's some really cool family stuff happening in these movies. And I think if he wrote about these families and what was happening in their lives and kept Medea out of it, he'd be, like, critically acclaimed every time. Yeah. I'll, re- I'll reserve my yeah. opinion on Tyler Perry. Anyway. He's the head of Starfleet. Yeah. Oh, sure. boy. <laughs> so there's your three picks. In the Kelvin universe. <laughs> Okay, he's he's something. He's something. <laughs> I wish he'd showed up in the Star Trek reboot as Medea. Well, yeah, that would have made it better, honestly. A Cleon yeah. Medea. All right, so all three of us are taking the over on Captain Marvel. I have the over on How to Train Your Dragon. And Kurt, or I'm sorry, Gene took the over on Tyler Perry. Okay. Okay. So next week's scores will definitely change somehow because we have all predicted different things. I have to. I have to say something real quick. Uh, that's twice now Kurt has almost crossed a line and has held back because I was about to do the, my Medea impression, oh, but no. then I realized that no, wouldn't no, no, possibly. No, no. So there's two times in one episode Kurt has held back. But meanwhile, there's stuff he did say that maybe he should have. All I said was I'm not a fan of Tyler Perry as a person. Like, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think he's a talented writer, though. Yeah, I'm not I'm not super crazy with some of his views on certain things. End, right. end of story, period. So where are we moving to now? I don't uh, know. Oh, wait. I don't know any of his views on anything. We'll talk off <laughs> We'll talk later, okay. Yeah. But I honestly it's, don't know It's sort of like, it's, a, it's a little bit like the Chris Pratt conversation we oh, had not too long ago. okay, gotcha. Yeah, I, I'm not too... Uh, yeah, my, my faith was shattered. Yeah, thing. I'm not so hot on Chris Pratt right now, either. Um, let's do... Let's, Whatever. Let's do a little ding-ding. Oh, uh-oh. okay. Road break intro goes here. And let's do a little Nerd bit of uh, WWE Fastlane predictions. Curtis uh, you Kurt has been knocking this out of the park this year in wrestling. Their prediction? Yes, you have. The current score right now for wrestling points are Jack and Gene are tied with six points. Yeah, baby. Kurt is almost more than double that with 11. Yeah! Kurt currently has two overall wins yep. for pay-per-view events versus Gene and Jack's Zebra. Really? Yes. We're, we're, wow. So, as it stands right year. now, regardless of whichever way that we choose for how we choose the winner of this competition, mm-hmm. you might Kurt catch wins. Me. Can yeah, you, can you, you might catch me. Can you just say that whole thing over again? It seemed very hard for you to say. Say what? He has the whole last thing you did. Just, was, I like got lost somewhere. Along. Here we well, go. because currently we're arguing about which one we're gonna right, how yeah. we're gonna score the winner. If if we're gonna use overall points for individual matches, or if we're gonna have the overall wins right, for the overall pay per views, we have not decided on which one we're going to use yet. Whichever but currently one as it stands right now, Kurt is winning both of them, so it would not matter which one we choose. Right, as matter. it stands right now, Gene, both you and right. I would have to right. wear wrestling gear. 
Right. Well, here's here. I'm fine with that. Um, I'm fine with any of the punishments, by the way. Right. I'm kind of wondering how Sundress will feel with no underwear on. Right. But uh, <laughs> probably, probably like wearing a kilt. I don't have to wonder. But um, you own a kilt. I think. I, I think. However, we do the box office. We should also do the wrestling. We so it's keeping the same. So then it's just scores. I mean, that's my matches. opinion. We'll see. I think you keep both. You keep both scores, and we'll just mention like, oh, well, which so one like, matters at, for the punishments? Uh, I'm, uh, let's go with matches. Because that gives you a better chance of everybody, okay. you know, catching up. Well, that's debatable. But, 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 yeah, but the the thing, let's keep tabs on the who wins the, the overall pay-per-views. Right, didn't I win last year? Because that's a fun thing to mention. That's like, Kurt, Kurt won right. them all. I won last year, didn't I? You did, but Ish. we only did, like, three. Yeah. Still. Okay. I'll take the victory. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, WWE Fastlane coming to you this Sunday. We're going to start off with the kickoff wrestling match. Now, here's how it goes. Let me mention this. I always have to mention this. Gene does not watch wrestling at all. He only goes by name recognition alone. And yeah. and even that's, you know, spotted yeah, at and, best. And, and maybe a few things that Kurt shows me on YouTube. Yeah, every once in a blue moon, I'm like, hey, you gotta see this. But mostly it's Japanese stuff he shows me on YouTube. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Which or Gene can't understand. Or, or Kota Ibushi setting fireworks off in an alley <laughs> on a car. That um, is an awesome that's clip. So, that's so good. Where he gets shot with the Roman, the super well, Roman him, candle. He shoots himself with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then Jack Graziano is a fair weather fan who watches highlights most of the time. Does occasionally come over. Uh, when you and say watch that, wrestling. it always sounds like an insult to me. You're really? a fair weather fan. I don't say <laughs> it. I don't say it in a mean way. No, I know. I, just, but, I mean, he's he's not wrong. Yeah. I, I know more than you do, and I know oh, yeah. significantly less than he does. That's and yeah, he, he doesn't like live and breathe it. Nope. I'm in the middle ground. If it wasn't for Simon. From what culture, I probably wouldn't know anything. You hey, are a casual. We love Simon from what culture. I'm Do a big we? fan. We love him. I'm going to up. Not a big fan the of... up and downs. Not it's a, the only show I watch on that channel. Not a big fan of all of what culture, but I do like Simon. He's the best part. He is the best part. Uh, let's see here. We'll start off with the kickoff show. And this is amazing. First off, A, this is on the kickoff show. B, that this is still going on. These two have had amazing matches. It is Rey Mysterio. Versus the shortened name suddenly Andrade, which used to be Andrade Cien Olmos. That's the kickoff show. That is the kickoff show. That is amazing because these two have had some incredibly good matches over the last uh, two months. I guarantee you, this match will be better than two other matches on the main card. It'll be better than wow. a handful of them. Yeah. Uh, I'm going for the race car driver, Mr. Andre. Andrade. <laughs> Andrade. <laughs> Andrade seeing almost. That was a good joke, wasn't it? That, that was, was funny, yeah. Gene, I heard a lot about racing. <laughs> Ray Mysterio or Andrade. Andrade currently has my favorite ringside. Oh, guest. Zelina Vega, whose husband will be later on in the. I have to pick um. Mysterio though. Yeah, Jackson won Mysterio. This is a toughie. This he's, is a toughie. He's one of the best classic Spider-Man villains. He did dress as Spider-Man before his ring gear. He he also did Flash, Captain America, Silver Surfer, Joker. Wait, Silver Surfer? Yeah, he actually painted. He he wore all silver and then painted his face and Holy stuff crap. silver. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna go with Andrade. Why? Because I think he needs a win. I think he needs a push, and I think Andrade's awesome. Nothing against Mysterio. I love the guy. One of my favorite wrestling matches of all time is uh, Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero at Halloween Havoc. Uh, fantastic match. I think Mysterio's it's a great pay per view name, by the way. Halloween Havoc, yes, very good. I like it. Next up is for the Raw Tag Team Champion uh, Chips. It is the Revival versus Chad Gable and Bobby Roode versus oh. Ricochet and Alistair Black. 
Oh, from it's NXT. a three-way tag team match. Yes. Yeah, I'm going, before anyone says their guests, I want it, so it's not it's not influenced. I'm going for the last one. Ricochet and Alistair. Just because they're the coolest. Why do you say his far. name weird? That's how you say his name. It's Alistair. It's Alistair. Uh, his name is pronounced Sword. Let's not get into this. I had a whole argument off. We'll talk about off air, but I had a whole argument the other day correcting my significant other's speech. Jack's trying not to poop himself. She tried to correct my speech. I had to prove her wrong. I had to actually look up the origins of the word. Uh, Did I take a DNF? No. You got to pick. I don't think there's going to be a winner. I think they're going to jump Alistair and Ricochet. Well, it's the Revival, Chad... I think the Revival and the B-Team are just going to gang up. It's not up. the B-Team. It's Gable and Rude. Isn't that... It's not the B-Team? No, the B-Team... The, oh. B, the B-Team is... Uh, what's... What, uh, Chris Axel and... Uh, the Mrs. Bo Dallas. Old, the Mrs. Old washed-up yeah. ponies. The Miz-Taraj. I like Bobby Rude. I like Bobby Rude a lot, too. The dude is good. He's Chad so Gable underrated, is, too. Chad Gable's exceptionally good, as well. Just needs a good gimmick. Revivals were doing good, and WWE seems to want to keep them. Yeah, because they don't want to go to AEW. I'm right. going to pick the Revival. I don't think the belt's changing hands. Uh, Alistair you know and Ricochet just came up. I don't think... Alistair and Ricochet are doing this to replace uh, what a lot of people are guessing, to replace um, Johnny Gargano and, and Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa, because Ciampa, Ciampa had is, surgery. is out for, like... Two years almost. Oh, that's the guy a that year, broke his little neck. over a year. Champa's the dude, the bald dude with the big beard. Mm-hmm. You've seen him have like kind of rough matches yeah. recently and stuff like he that. He actually has what I think is one of the best shirts that they have in the WWE right now. But oh. he got he got significant neck surgery hmm. that could keep him out for a prolonged period of time. I think, they, I think the article I read said like fourteen months. Yeah, I hope I, it's not forever. But he's I, a I, damn neck good. injuries are messed up. I, uh-huh. yeah. That's what sideline page. Yeah, neck and back. Is yeah, like I hope terrible. it's not a page or an edge. Type situation because Gar- uh, um, Champa has really been doing excellent yeah, work he, in NXT. Here's the thing: yeah. if you get a neck neck injury and they fix it, and you re-injure that, you might never walk again. Well, that's I mean, why that's why some people have to retire. Edge right. Edge at his high point had to retire because of that. Page and he two, was, yeah, Page two. Page had just come back from a neck injury, and I, then she, her and Sasha Banks had an incident where she, her neck. Hit the back of a ring. It's a little bit of whiplash yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with Revival. Uh, I'm going to go with Jack. All right. Uh, here we go. The Women's Tag Team Ooh, Championship. Bailey and Sasha. Boston Hug Connection, which is Bailey and Sasha Banks. Is that what they're really calling their tag team? Yeah. Versus Tamina Snuka and Nia Jax. Ooh, Snuka. I, I remember her, and I you, voted you, for her, you and them. I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not picking her. I'm picking the other team. You're picking Boston Hug. Yeah. Go ahead, Jack. Bailey and Sasha, they're not giving those belts aren't changing. I hate, hands. I hate to say it, it's across the board. Cause yeah, they're not giving them up. The next up is the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The Usos, the champions right now, versus the Miz and Shane McMahon, otherwise known as Ms. McMahon. Ms. <laughs> Man. Whatever. I've tried to be clever. Um, it's the Usos. Is there enough? Um, like, well, I'm losing words today. Nepotism. Uh, in this franchise. Well, that's part of the Shane. joke. That's part of the joke. <coughs> and I think there is enough nepotism. So I'm going to go with Ms. McMahon. Okay, I'm going with the Usos. Um, what's going to happen is Miz, and, is, or, Miz or Shane's going to turn on each other. It's going to lead to a WrestleMania match. Yep, that's that's what I read like months ago. And Usos are going to celebrate by drinking and uh, driving out of there and then fighting with police. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the penitentiary. <laughs> no joke, though. I love the Usos. They're good, man. I love them. I think they're fantastic. 
Oh, they got a new hook line now too. Oh, they do. Did I you not watch Raw? I didn't or catch SmackDown? every. I didn't catch every bit of it. No, you got to watch it. Right. Watch their promo that they cut before their match last week, where they lost to the Miz. Oh, okay. I'll check it That's out. That's another reason they're going to win. Yeah, I didn't the see Miz that just part. Won their last match. Uh, next up is the SmackDown Women's Championship. Ooh. Uh, if G knew the, these two people, if he followed wrestling at all, he would know how how like lopsided this might be. Okay, it's Oscar. It's uh, Mandy Rose <laughs> versus Oscar. All right, I'm gonna go with Asuka because I've heard of Asuka. Right, Mandy Rose, um, isn't that the? Um, she's a little blonde famous girl. Famous guitarist died. No, because clearly she's still alive. Or a member of Guns N' Roses? No, it was Axel. Axel Rose? What are you, what are you talking about? I'm just making stuff up. Who could you? Who are you thinking about? Randy Rhodes. Randy Rhodes? <laughs> Wait, you're going was, all the way back to Randy Rhodes? That was the joke I was making. Yes. Oh Sorry. my God! Here's the thing. Don't quit your day job. I won't. I can't do it. No, I was wait, gonna, this I, is my day. I want to take Manny. Mandy? I want to take Manny just for the fun of it because I think there's no chance in hell, dude. They could do like a fun thing with that if they give her the belt. It would give Oscar something to do because right now there's nothing to. They're do. not using her at all. Yeah, that's what I mean. And they give it to Mandy, then they make Oscar like the the one going after everybody kind of thing. That's better. Hmm. Do you think they're actually gonna? I think Vince McMahon likes hot blondes with big, big knockers. Yes. This is true, but do you really think writing is going to be that creative? I don't care. I'm doing it. You're taking Mandy? I put a C over Mandy. Oh, wow. Okay. That's the way it is. Mandy's got my C all over her. Um, <laughs> next next up is the team of Jack's heartthrob, which we'll find out on a lost episode if it ever gets put up. Drew McIntyre. <laughs> It's a team of three guys. Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and Bobby Lashley versus The Shield, made up of Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and the suddenly leukemia-free Roman Reigns. And I did not mean that because there is a conspiracy thing going around that people are saying he didn't actually have leukemia. This was WWE's way of, like, repolishing his image. Yeah. I don't believe that. The second threesome seems really like names I've heard of more, so I'm going with them. The Shield? Yeah. Yeah. All day, every day. Yeah, I hate to say it. We all went across the board. That's an easy pick. Uh, the next up is Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. Now, what happens oh, in this, this one... Don't those these two fight in everything? Well, that's the thing. Be- Becky has been fired by WWE, supposedly. Uh, she's been arrested. She's been kicked out. She's been had the crap beaten out of her. She has an injury, supposedly, but I think it's all kayfabe. But she's back. Uh, here's the thing. So she's been thrown out of the WrestleMania match with Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. If she wins this match against Charlotte, then she's back into the WrestleMania match. Oh, so that's a big deal. It's dramatic. Right. Uh, I'm gonna give her the win then. Yeah. Because I think it'd be a, that would be a neat show thing to do. Of course, she's gonna win, Jack. Jack, we all go across the board. That's an easy pick. And here comes the fun one: the WWE Championship belt. Ooh. The returning Kevin Owens versus the new Daniel Bryan. I don't think Bryan's gonna get it. That's how I think the other, the first You're one. taking KO? I love KO. Yeah. Dude, I, one of my first Funko Pops I ever got in my life was a Kevin just, Owens. Daniel Bryan is such a douche. I don't think he would be the champion. Oh, no. He's staying the champ. Yeah. I'm a yeah. big I'm a big Kevin Owens fan, big Kevin Steen fan. I love the guy. But he's it's, great. It, it, the, the match between, between Daniel Bryan and uh, what's his name from New Day? I, I believe Daniel Bryan retains, and WrestleMania is Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. And I hope WWE does right thing, gives it to Kofi at WrestleMania. We'll see, we'll see but that's my pick. Yeah, Jack and I went with Daniel Bryan. Uh, so there we go. 
Uh, I will be live tweeting on Sunday, so anybody awesome. out there is listening and beforehand, check it out. I'll let you know who's winning, uh, and I'll remind you of the picks. Make and, sure you uh, do, because I will be working this Sunday. Oh, there you go. I was going to invite Jack over on air so everybody heard it, and Jack would make jalapeno poppers, which Kurt would <laughs> eat most of, and everybody else would just pick at. <laughs> Those were good. Those were very good. I liked them a lot. So there's our WrestleMania, our, our WWE Fastlane picks. WrestleMania next month, when we're on a trip, actually. Oh, uh, so we have to do predictions before we leave. Or we could do them from the road. That's true. That'd be fun. Anyway, there you go. Uh, Jack, do we have anything else? Whoosh! <laughs> I don't think so. I, I, I'm, I'm parched. I could use a drink. Oh, that's oh, right. right. You're killing me, small. <laughs> killing me. Let, me. let me pause it right here real quick. Nerd Nation presents... Tune in! Eat out. Alright, first up we have pancake and syrup peeps. Oh yeah, we're doing an, a little tune in eat out for you guys. Oh, that's right, we didn't really do an intro. Well, Jack will well, put the, the intro. intro will be in there. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So a little... They smell like syrup. They do. Jack Jean's already eaten his <laughs> with no preamble. Um, it's like eating syrup that has started to caramelize. It tastes like syrup very much. Oh, damn. It tastes a lot like syrup. Yeah. Not in a good way. What? This is delicious. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Jack's on his third one already. <laughs> Somebody just turned the woofer up and they're like, what the heck just happened to my, <laughs> my speakers? I've had enough to make a judgment. Really? Here, Jack, have another one. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Yeah. Gratuitous. All right. Uh huh. That's Jack saying, I give it a one. <laughs> Are you really not going to finish it? No, I'm not. You it's couldn't disgusting. stick the whole thing in your hair. Put I it in there and go. Disgusting. Oh my God. You are the biggest effing baby I have ever seen when it comes to trying food. I don't think it's Gene. Like eating a syrup candy bar. I don't think Gene likes like the sugar. That's I my thing. I, I, I think he actually. Gene's a very texture guy. Bro, he wouldn't eat a strawberry M&M. Yeah, but Gene's also a very a guy who, who like the texture gets to him. Yeah, and I think I serious. I'm dead serious. This is how much I study his eating habits. <laughs> I think the texture gets to him. And I think that sugar, that granulated sugar, is terrible. Yeah, bothers him a lot. Yes, I really don't like the See? taste of it. Dude, I might I should write a effing biography on the guy. Cause you, you want to do that? You work on that? Heck no yeah. One would buy it. Well, let me. I have to tell you a little bit more about my sex life than you know already. Because if you really well, want to get this book, when right. you say a little more, you—that's what you mean. Just a tiny, like I—I I, I need one or two slight, intimate details. And that's well, I mean it. some of the weird things that that you don't know about. I mean, I know. may need to be there to observe. Anyway, technique. Anyway, <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's Gene, go ahead and give it your one. Uh, 